update. And it's actually only two days since our last in the moment update that we recorded. So the last time we did this, we were looking for a fresh donor and we had one basically. Okay. So our third egg donor had canceled on us. And so we were looking through all of the available fresh donor options. And there was one that we felt like we were probably going to pick. And even though she wasn't our favorite and in particular, she was like 31, I think. I don't remember. I think she was 31. Um, she's the one who we talked about, like went to culinary school and like, um, and we, we, we weren't like in love with her, but we thought that she might just be our best choice because of, um, timing and availability, but things have changed already and rapidly. So I think the main thing that changed with her is that we asked for her stats on her previous egg donations. And what we found was that she donated eggs previously at another clinic we don't have records from so they they don't know anything about her previous donations they can't verify them and also her previous donations were when she was like 19 and she couldn't remember the name of the place where she donated her eggs yes so they said suspicious to me yeah to me it's a little less suspicious but yeah they said that she didn't remember where it was so we don't have any records. And so that was not what I was hoping to hear. I was hoping to hear that she just donated eggs like last year and the turnout was great. So this was disheartening because we just don't have, you know. She's the only person, oh, There's this is the only re- remaining fresh donor we had available and we weren't really hot on her. Yeah. And uh... so hearing this was not not very promising. Yeah. Um, Stress. So we pretty much decided to not go with her. And so then that left us with a couple of choices of, um, you know, waiting for somebody, which we don't want to do. And we established in the last discussion that we really don't have time to wait for anybody. We have to find somebody now so yes. that we can get eggs like next month. I mean, just as soon as possible, basically. Right. Um, the clinic did send over one other person who we liked a lot. I really, really liked her. Um, but she does have, uh, her mother has a history of alcoholism and that's a problem for us because that runs in both of our families. Genetically doesn't matter for my family, but it does, you know, it runs in Mike's family as well to some degree. Um, also she probably, you know, it would be like a little bit of a weight. So at this point, I think, we've decided to get frozen eggs more or less. Yeah. It's a big, big change is one of the variables. I don't think we'd really considered yeah. very much up until this point. Yeah. But there was like very, there's nothing else. I think we could really tweak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, yeah. I originally thought that there's more of a, I didn't think you were going to go for frozen eggs. I mean, it's a compromise for sure. It's a big compromise, but to me, there's two reasons that have, that have steered me in this direction. One is that it's just becoming not possible at this point to wait for a fresh donor and then to still be able to do, you know, three embryo transfers before the end of our deadline. Right. So the, 
some of the variables where we've got a deadline in February of next year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've got, you want to do three transfers. Mm -hmm. uh, we want, uh, we're talking about having a fresh donor, a proven fresh donor, yeah. or at least a proven donor, either yeah. by having kids or from donating and having a live birth. Yeah. Uh, so there wasn't that much to, to change. So the thing which I th I'm feeling pretty feeling pretty good about it was mm -hmm. shifting from frozen or from fresh to frozen. Yeah, I think you know when when I asked the clinic, you know what what's the success difference? What's the what's your perspective on that? Because mm -hmm. the quick googling was all over the place from yeah two percent to thirty five percent or more or something. You know, it's yeah. all over the place, and it's really hard to make sense of any of those numbers. Mm -hmm. So. I was relieved when our coordinator called back and said their perspective is it doesn't really make a huge difference. Yeah. Maybe that's just because they're that good and they know what they're doing and it's their eggs and it's their facility and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. They're the best at whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard to interpret and we haven't done like a huge deep dive and I'm not sure that we even want to, but basically, you know, one difference between using basically the stats on frozen versus fresh eggs. One of the considerations when you think about these studies online that say it's like 30% chance lower or 35% chance lower, whatever, like huge numbers lower is that um, for some of these people, it could be women using their own frozen eggs. So they might have frozen their eggs when they were at a slightly um, older age than these egg donors are. And then also you generally have fewer eggs to work with when you're using frozen eggs. So then that can affect outcomes as well. So, so basically the way it works at our clinic is if you purchase frozen eggs, you purchase them in sets in lots of eight. And so, and a lot of eight. So I thought that a lot of eight cost $30,000. So that to me was a no go because eight is not enough to me. Um, and spending $60,000 on two lots would be like insane, like almost our whole budget. So, um, but we learned, no, it's like $17,000 for one lot. And then you get a teeny discount on the second lot. So basically for us to purchase two lots of frozen eggs, so to get 16 eggs is going to be around the same price as a fresh cycle. So that makes it more doable. So basically I, I'm open to, to, to go back for a second. I'm open to switching to frozen for two reasons. Number one, it's just starting to become, it's, it's starting to feel like it's our only option logistically working with our timeline. It's, it's no longer feasible to be waiting. And the second reason is just that I really feel like this whole process is taking a huge toll on our mental health and mine for sure. And yeah. I'm just really like going crazy over yeah, we, here. We have this deadline for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like we were saying in the last podcast, like, I don't know, I keep, you know, there are moments of like, we can always burn it down. Let's, let's walk we, away. We like, just burn this thing down. Yep. Yep. Just like, forget it all. Burn the podcast down. But, um, you know, that's, that's kind of like an, a more, a more emotional reaction type of feeling. Um, and yeah, and then to go back to like, why are we doing frozen versus a fresh transfer from this one donor we could have used? I was just thinking to myself, you know, if we used this donor and then didn't get the results we wanted, I think that I would feel a lot of regret about going with a donor who was like 31 and who hadn't donated eggs in 
12 years and we have no idea what the outcomes of her previous donations were. I think that I just felt like I would have, whereas if we choose a really great donor and get frozen eggs, I think I would regret it less. Yeah. I'm sure there would still be a part of me that's like, we should have used fresh eggs and not frozen. Yep. But I think I would regret it less yeah. than... And that's the, the other shitty game we're playing here is yeah. that originally it was like, okay, if we're going to do this, like what are the conditions so you can have like no regrets? And it was, yeah. we talked about, you know, fresh, fresh eggs yeah. or at least, you know, proven donor, PGS tested, yeah. all those things. So make sure that we could look back and say, we did everything we could. Yeah. If it doesn't work, fine. We did everything we could. But now it's like the reality of it is we're having to you know negotiate or make choices that we didn't mm-hmm. think we'd have to make mm-hmm. like okay we're using frozen eggs are we using doing other things mm-hmm. and that's that's tough isn't that the whole story of our infertility journey making choices that we never thought we'd have to make yeah like that's that's life apparently yeah um it's funny like sometimes people talk about the weird questions they ask like the ethical questions about mm-hmm. when you're actually doing the procedure about like re- reducing the embryos or reducing mm-hmm. all that stuff and mm-hmm. like what happens if you get divorced or you die or whatever all, yep. all these things i feel like those are like the easiest questions we like look at those things or it's like <laughs> whatever like we know like what we're doing that's like that that's like yeah. some of those larger questions i think yeah. some people maybe early on yeah or for other uh religious or mm-hmm. belief it systems have issues with mm-hmm. um it's yeah it's just interesting yeah different, different yeah. questions we've been asked and i didn't think we'd ever have to do that mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think we did have to work through those questions once upon a time for a, a few minutes they were i think they were pretty easy for us yeah and now we just know the answers to those questions which yep. um but uh yeah, and actually this this kind of brings up one of the things about the whole fresh versus frozen thing. So uh, just to, to clarify, the reasons I wanted to go to, with a fresh donor were, number one, because the eggs are fresh and not frozen, so slightly higher chances, or way higher chances depending on what sources you're listening to. Um, and then the second one is that when you use a fresh donor, you get to take all of their eggs that they get from the cycle. So that's, um, you know an unknown number it could be you know things can always happen and it could be like they only got two eggs that would be like pretty rough but you know usually you're probably going to get at least like 15 or 20 or something like that yeah it's Um, a whole new risk like matrix yes because the fresh let's say we're doing we would have been doing that for better quality like you said it's unknown how many eggs you would get but you get to keep them all. You, but you get all. So if mm-hmm. it's 20 or whatever, mm-hmm. then you got it. And you got yeah. it for a, you know, a set fee. Yeah. The frozen eggs, you're buying lots of eight, but you know mm-hmm. you're getting eight. Yes. And you know what the price is. And then you know you, you can yeah. try and negotiate, I guess, on more lots or Yeah. And to me, I've been returns. thinking, you know, because we've been around the block on this and we know about the attrition and so to me starting with eight eggs just doesn't feel like very much um because we did ivf with my eggs and got 18 eggs and that got us nowhere so like to me i'm just like i need i need all the eggs give me the eggs but um apparently something that happens for a lot of couples is they're left with more embryos than they want and that's 
a problem ethically for a lot of people. And in principle, it's not a problem for us. So we don't have the religious concern. Um, you know, we've previously agreed that any leftover embryos we would donate to science and we feel comfortable about that. Um, although if we actually end up in that position, maybe it would be a harder We could take offers from podcast listeners. <laughs> can auction them off. Yeah, can give us a, a, a bid, bid it up. People donate, well, uh, they don't sell them, but people <laughs> people donate their unused embryos all the time. That's yeah. another option we have. Yeah, um, I, the science route just made yeah. sense. We didn't overthink it. We think yeah. we like it. And... I guess my point is like, if we get to the point where we either do three transfers of healthy embryos and they all fail, but then we've got you know two more healthy embryos in the freezer, it might be emotionally difficult to walk away from them. It might be. I don't know. Um, or on the other hand, if you have a couple of kids with your embryos... And then you decide you're done, but you're left with some embryos left over. That can also be difficult. And we haven't had to face either of those situations. To us, that would be a good problem to have at this point. Yeah. So, you know, but I don't want to be too flippant because it might be challenging. Nothing else matters. If, <laughs> if, 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 uh, if it doesn't work out, then you burn them all down. Yeah. Um, I think they do literally burn them like in the incinerator. I don't really know. If you destroy them. Mm-hmm. If if you donate to science, they can do whatever they they can have some fun with them. I don't know. That yeah. sounds really that sounds really wrong. Um, I really don't know honestly what they do with with them. I'd be interested to know. Anyways, right, so, so that's our the, update. But the other thing I just want to mention is, you know, we're working with the coordinator. Yeah. Uh, and we're we're gonna try and talk with our actual physician, yes. Doctor Hare Schoolcraft. <laughs> Uh, to make sure that they're on board, he's on board with us doing frozen. Yeah. Make sure that you know that he has the same appraisal of our value of our variables. Mm-hmm. So if, if we tell him here we've got we've, here's the dates, we want to do this many transfers, like mm-hmm. uh, well, he may say, well, if you're trying to give you the best odds, then the best odds are mm-hmm. to do a frozen wait for a frozen one or do something else wait for a fresh you mean yeah, oh yeah sorry mm-hmm. wait for a fresh yeah um fresh donor yeah. um, I, I don't think he's gonna say that yeah i mean i think that the clinic they seem to be very pro uh frozen not like that frozen's better but just that right. they're both equally good seems to be their stance so i can't imagine that he would um like discourage us from doing that but um you know of course it's worth hearing his opinion. So you, so that's our next step. Basically. So we, we basically looked through all the frozen donors available to us. And I was we, surprised there weren't more. Yeah. I, I kind of also thought that when we got to this point that there would be like so many options because there's so many people in that database who are, who have frozen eggs available. Um, but we narrowed it down to a list of five, uh, but three of them, one of them, somebody else, already has a hold on the eggs and then two of them they have not had any live births result from their eggs either because they just donated or like whatever and so we and they don't have kids of their own and so we don't want to take that risk um so we have one that we have our eye on i guess my point was that i was surprised that once we started looking at frozen eggs that Mm -hmm. there weren't more previously we'd just been filtering for frozen 
or sorry for fresh eggs. Mm-hmm. And so now when we say, I thought I was expecting so many more results that we could pick from, and there really weren't that many more. Mm-hmm. And that was just surprising. A little, yeah. a little, little bit disappointing, maybe. But I'm glad we found at least a couple of people that mm-hmm. that seem legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's one in particular that we really like, and she's got 21 eggs available. So maybe we can wheel and deal for those the spares. I'm surprised they don't have more just from you know their prestige as their you know clinic and their reputation. Yeah, but they're uh, very picky about donors. Yeah, and that's and part no, of the reason. I'm, I'm sure it makes sense. I'm sure there's a reason for it. And, you know, it's just, it's interesting. You think maybe, also, they don't pay as much as other people, other mm-hmm. clinics. So we look at we've got like five other egg donors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were definitely towards the bottom of the scale of what they were paying people. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to think. I guess what my, what my feeling is here is, you know, when you kind of sign up to go with like the big, the best, whatever clinic, you kind of maybe have this assumption that you're also going to have access to like the biggest database of eggs and donors mm-hmm. and everything else. And that's not the case. No. It, they, they may be qualitatively better or something else, but it's not mm-hmm. like they open up shop and you you have all this access to everything that, you know, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It was, it's just interesting to see what it's like. So yeah, at this point we have like two that are real options and one that we that we prefer so that's where we are um yeah so hopefully in our next update we will have an egg donor for sure and have some like eggs thawing out hopefully well i think we should check in after we get our uh meeting with uh schoolcraft yeah that's what i'm saying yeah okay but like if that goes well i think we're gonna move forward this way lock it in and if that doesn't go well then warm up the credit cards warm up the credit cards if that doesn't go well no if it goes well oh yeah 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 then warm up the credit cards yeah <laughs> that's funny um all right so we're gonna stop it there and to be continued bye bye bye